There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. You know what? Hi. Hi. Let's, let's start there. You know what? Hello. Well, let's just start there because that's a pleasantry and that's just how you start. With pleasantries. Is that, isn't that how we started? Absolutely. In the beginning, I'm sure we started with a hello. It was a pleasant interaction. Right. And now that we've gotten that out of the way, Project Heart Operation, how are we doing? We're doing pretty good. You know what? I've got some bad news. What? We've slipped off. Well, what does that mean? It means that everybody needs to like, subscribe, rate, review. Tell us one of your reviews. Okay, so here is an amazing review from Catherine Blanford on December 24th, 2017. She gave us five stars. She says, I book road trips to see friends I don't even like, so I can spend six hours with Matt and Bowen on the lonely road. Well, we would love to join any of you on a road trip for six hours to friends that you don't like because we get to spend time and also with you. i hope none of Catherine's friends are listening to this because she might not like those friends but you know what she's brave enough to say that she doesn't like them anyway who needs friends you have us las culturistas rate us review us subscribe to us baby come on on apple Podcasts, and let's get us back on that chart honey now let's get into the show, show. <laughs> look man Where? oh i see you wow Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. I feel the thickness in the air of the culture that is surrounding us. Wow. See, you took a deep ass breath before we went in here. Yeah. And I think it's because the air is very thick with culture. And I was like, is he having trouble breathing? Uh, no, it's merely because the air is so thick with culture. The air is viscous, darling. Yeah, I mean, think about this. 
we've had in the last 48 mm-hmm. a presidential candidate emerge, uh, honey. Okay, we'll talk about this. I mean, I think <laughs> we will talk about it because you know what the nation is talking about. Yes, it. and what an interest, like. What? Fascinating. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about oh, this. Oh, we're going to talk about the it. The fact that this is even, that we're even talking about it. And we haven't even said yet the name. But uh, here's the deal. There's been a lot of culture, and we are in the thick of award season right now, honey. Absolutely. I actually watched a screener today. I'm excited to talk about it. I did my SAG Awards voting today. Oh, she's a SAG girl. She's a SAG girl now. And the, this one, I did not pay my initiation Famously, fees Famously, yes. But... And, and you know who else didn't pay her initiation no, fees No, no, she, she, she paid her initiation fees. But she, paid, she has she's not paid her dues yet. Yet to pay the dues. Yes. But you know what? I can't think of someone who's paid more dues in their real life. Absolutely. This person has climbed the mountain of culture and now sits atop the peak. Yes. And looks down. And, and she feels the thunder because yes. she is the thunder. And I can't imagine on the how, mountaintop. Can't imagine how thick the air is up there at the top of the mountain. Famously, it's thin. You, know, you know, being from Denver, right? But um, you know, as you oh, with, is it thin with altitude? As you go up, it, the air gets it gets thinner. thinner. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And so it gets thicker as you go down more into the swamps of Florida. But um, it gets thinner in the on the mountaintop where our guest resides because. <laughs> She just won't accept all this just drivel. No. You know? Yeah. That's not something she accepts. <laughs> that we now, deal with at sea level. Let's uh. talk about, but obviously her credit is not accepting the drivel, but let's talk about the real credits that you can see, hear, watch, feel. Oh, let's go through the and credits. And enjoy, honey. All right. So, first, I want to say to see this person live in the flesh, will you be there? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, I didn't know she's in New York currently. Uh, Couples Therapy is this Saturday at 7 p.m. at Nerd Melt in in Los Angeles. Yes. So all the L.A. culturistas head out. It's this Saturday the 13th at 7 p.m. at Nerd Melt. Couples Therapy. Co-hosted uh, with her Jubu fiance. Jubu, yes. Andy Beckerman. Who I just met. Lovely. Oh, the best. Um, a writer on the incredible sh- show NBC Great News. Mm. Great News, yes. And of Tracy. course- w- Yes. Ms. Wigfield. Ms. Wigfield. Um, <laughs> Um, creates now uh, I, in order to see this person do her thing oh. truly like no one else you gotta check out the Comedy Central half hour which you can see on uh, ComedyCentral.com on the app on on uh, the app on demand if you get a little bit of Amazon video oh, iTunes I, I actually have that I set up a Amazon uh, not a Roku I, Amazon Fire an Amazon Fire stack. so I'm gonna watch it on that but actually rule number um, six of culture is is never forget the app and so let's 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 memorialize that by saying together, never, never forget, forget the, the app. app. And speaking of the app, I um, paid three dollars for the HD episode of her half hour, so that maybe she sees, yes! maybe she saw six, thirty cents, thirty or six. I was going to say sixty cents. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! We, let's Is waste no more works? time. I have no idea. Let's waste no more time, and please <laughs> welcome our guest with great fanfare, Naomi Ekparagan. This, this is us. Uh, this, this is, is us. lit. Ah! This, this is 2018. <laughs> this is oh, 2018. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I don't like a lot of podcasts. Uh, no, don't do this. Um, my fiance hosts too, and I like them. <laughs> yeah. Snap yeah. impression. Not even because he has Snap to. impression. Beginnings. Bless him. Bless That's him. his plug. Bye bye, baby. I'm done with you for the rest of <laughs> no the episode. Um, you guys, you know. You know, we throw around the phrase "give life." Oh, um, oh man, what we it is to for someone to birth you? What it is for someone to be an emotional placenta? Oh my god! Yes. And yet, last culturistas. I mean, 
Ding dong. <laughs> yes. You Open said the door. It. You said it. I felt chills. Wow. I showed up to the door with a fresh baked pie. Oh, yes, you did. Yeah. The pie is cooling. That is how I feel about this. I am too happy. Yeah, honestly, we are so happy. And we've been trying to get you for quite some time. We and been, we've been getting specific tweets and little social media granules of saying Naomi, Naomi, Naomi. Naomi. <gasps> the, no, yeah. The, they will, the fan? The fans will tweet and they'll say- I thought it was a singular fan. No, I'll there, take imagine if there was one fan that just had all these accounts. Handles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they're out there. They're out there. Um, but uh, specifically recently, we got uh, someone hitting us up and saying, you must get Naomi on because she is culture. <gasps> Which is that's that's big to live up to. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Is culture. Is culture. You know who they've only said that about one other person. And who's that? That's the new the next president. Okay. It's it's Oprah. Oprah. That yeah, I mean. Okay, so let's check in. Um we've had quite the cycle with this. Everybody just the collective Everyone's um, weighing in. The tenor of this is first everyone just, you know, of course, b- loving, beautifully accepted, appreciated the speech. Yeah. And then it sort of grew out and extrapolated into right. presidential. We stuff. so lonely. We yeah. so lonely. <laughs> and we were just like, Mama, please. Yes. We're, star- <laughs> we're starved for it. That's we're what it is. Starved yeah. for elocution. Yes. <laughs> you know yes. what I'm saying? That's what it is. For that. T- Gravitas. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, is it that we want him to be president or are we just shocked that a leadership type got up there and gave you something good at all? That's not a takeaway from it, but you know. Right. Right. Well, no. My thing, I will say this. I am, uh, for you listeners who don't know, um, sometimes, you know, my voiceover agent says I can do both. Um, (laughs) I am black. Uh, (laughs) The voiceover agent. (laughs) The good thing is you can do both. (laughs) Your urban and general market. Oh, Oh, general market. Thank you. But... I will say this. I don't believe Oprah should be president. No. Mm-hmm. I believe we need to get Oprah back on TV. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sunday nights at five. Uh, okay, we need to gather around her like a hearth. Yeah. And hear some common sense. Yes, yes and I agree. Just to bring this back to podcasts, which you mentioned and which this is mm-hmm. currently on this program, um, I think I, I you know you know what the Super Soul Sundays, it's not enough. I need the visual, the all the sensory things of Oprah yeah. just coming at me. I right need her on with... ABC. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean. Like, yeah, we need her again. We need her back where everyone can watch her. Because the only thing I think it might be decent about Oprah as president, because I feel like she's the only person I'm fifty year old white ladies will get behind. That's yes. what I'm saying. <laughs> and I genuinely think that I don't know, but maybe if Oprah is on every day in the 2016 election, maybe shit turns out different. Right? Maybe. Maybe yeah. if these. White women have some of a certain age, like in the middle of the country, have someone telling them some something besides like someone they trust. Uh, maybe something happens. I don't know. She got him to read. That's what I'm saying. Like she got a lot of people to read. <laughs> so I feel like anything is possible, but it doesn't mean she should be president. No. Well, no, it's that thing, and I'm sure you guys have read this similar sort of statement that's like the second she like makes a tough policy decision she's no longer oprah as we know her. right no right. she's gone she's gone it's Something like else. that oprah has like has gone away like we've <laughs> yeah. we've we've exercised that person well yeah. i think those same women who we say love oprah too mm-hmm. the moment she tried to run for president they'd be like who that black bitch thinks he is <laughs> yep, yep, you yep. know what i'm saying they don't turn that Absolutely. would be very revealing. absolutely honestly someone t- <laughs> i read a tweet like I've been doing because there's been a lot to uh, 
read tweets about. (laughs) But somebody said, I like Oprah. I don't know if we should give her the right to kill people from the sky. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. That's fair. But we gave it to Crazy McCrazy. That's true. I mean, we didn't. We didn't, but you know. Yeah, but but, but he does have the power. The thing is, I think, it's like when you start thinking in terms of like, well, if this person can win, what can we put together to... um, to get them with back, it's like you can't think in terms of reactions like that. You yeah, have to yeah. think in terms of who's going to be a good president. <laughs> right. And there are options. I know it seems like there's going to be a dearth a, a little bit on the Democratic side, or there's not that one figure really who's uniting everyone just yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think that means Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think it is, though, I think what we people felt yeah. was what it is to have somebody talk mm-hmm. and be electrified. Yes. yes. And I think you just haven't had that in a little while. And by a little while, yeah. a year and a half, two years. Yeah, 100%. Where you hear somebody talk and you're like, I'm going to go exercise. Yeah. Uh, honey, I hear Oprah <laughs> talk. I'm like, I'm going to do a brisk walk. I'm going to cut out that bread. Even yeah. though I love it. Yeah. She gets me wanting to be better, <sighs> yes. right? And I don't think we've heard that. And that's why. Since go high. Exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah. And she's like, I'm trying to raise my kid. Yeah. Leave me alone for a hot minute. And then (laughs) it's so funny. What happened the last time we saw a quality speech at all? Must be president. President. Put her on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are starved. You are right. We are lonely and starved. So lonely and starved. We are starved and, and we demand certain things from certain people just for doing something that like yeah. has a cursory uh, just impact on like this huge office. And also, this is not to say that she can't have a political impact or a political future. Well, if she that's already what does, she I think, in a lot of she ways. Does. She already has so. a political impact. Well, especially, I think, more so when she had her show on, right? Yeah, Which is why right. I'm like, I want her back on television. I want to be able to see her every day at four or yes, I'll take once yes. a week because I do think... <sighs> Whether she wants it or not, mm-hmm. she can move a needle. Yeah. Should she choose to? Yes. Oh my God. And it just feels like, what else we got? But right. it doesn't mean you are uh, meant to lead the free world. And I also think, though, she don't necessarily want to. No, no yeah. you know what I'm no. saying? Stedman got enough he dealing with. Yeah. I said at the Golden Globes, I was like, it's so good to see Stedman out. It was great good to, to see him out. out. It was great to see him out. It's rare. It's very rare. Also, were you, let's talk about the Globes in general for a second. When the show started and there were two empty ass seats next to Oprah, I was like, who the fuck is not there? And who was it? Ms. Streisand herself. Yes, yes, yes. Showing up late to the ultimate gig. (laughs) Showing up late and, God, what was, she presented the final award. Director. Yeah. Oh no, no, she no, she didn't present director. She presented best um, uh, best picture. Was it best drama. picture drama? All right, director she had Natalie something Portman. to say about yeah, yeah, best yeah. director. Yes, which what? the oh. Natalie Portman thing was I seismic. Was so surprised because I normally think I of her as so basique. Yes, and so when she said something, I was like, okay, Natalie. Ah! I was like, I was like, I was like, it took me a minute. You, you know, know what I mean yeah. to take her in, and I was like, it I'm was, into you. She is sharp, Harvard. She is she's politically minded. She has a, a lot of opinions. I think that she kind of like withdraws from the whole scene yeah. every four or five years. Yeah. And then when she does come back, she is the biggest movie star in the world. Like when yeah, Black yeah, Swan yeah. came out and she was winning her Oscar, mm-hmm. there was nobody bigger. Yeah. Right. And then you saw her go away. Right. And now it's like she's back arrived. She got on Instagram. <laughs> she's on Insta? She's on Insta. I'll follow. 
She's on Insta now. Are there baby she, pics? There are no baby pics. It's all times up right now. Okay. Uh, it's all times up right now. Yeah. And she's she, here to do the work. Yes. Yeah. And that and you're getting that. Like you're seeing her very present. Um, I know she's gonna be um appearing on in the media in the next few weeks that's a hint um oh. but uh like you heard it here first well she's well <laughs> she's, natalie portman will make a public appearance <laughs> bitch read between the lines she's got a big movie coming out what do celebrities do when they have big movies coming out i don't know right but i didn't say it <laughs> okay um so but you know to see her kind of like wait hold on sorry what's her movie it's the movie with the where they're all in the woods and th- th- she's like, have you seen the trailer for this movie? No. Natalie Portman and all the women. I don't remember. I don't know who else is in it. I, I don't want to guess because I'll be so wrong. But it's basically they pay like a team of scientists and they go to this like kind of like, I don't know if it's another planet or like a, a part of the world that's like fucked up. But they try to like, um, <laughs> I don't know. They're wearing cargo shorts and they're in like, they're in the cargo woods. Shorts. You got to you can just search Na- Nicole. Natalie. Search Natalie Portman. Fucked up New planet. film, fucked up planet, cargo <laughs> shorts. Swamp. Natalie Portman, cargo shorts, planet. There there's a picture. We sh- at, when we take a short break, we'll get to the picture, but there's a picture of her like looking in a white crocodile's mouth. Oh, I know what you're talking you about. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. Oh. yeah, but she's got this big movie coming out, and so it just so happens that you know I think she's very passionate about this cause, and she's back out there Great. doing it on Instagram, shaking it up at oh. the Golden Globes. Ooh. I will say... Have always loved her. Have always loved. Wow, always you knew, loved, you knew. But also understood the best seek. You know, like yeah, accepted all of it. The whole, right. all, the, every contour of Natalie Portman. See, I, I, I don't know. I've never thought of her as best seek. I've always thought of her as classic. Classic. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. There interesting. Are... You know what? Sometimes I see a white woman and I shut down. Yeah, do you? Right. And yes. you know that's on me. You know, uh, <gasps> listeners, you have to admit your faults. You have to admit your photos. <laughs> oh. And there goodness. are those incredibly basic mystery ads that she's in. Like <laughs> yes. any anyone who's in like a perfume ad, you're it's a little bit of an eye roll. Like <laughs> yeah. even it doesn't matter how fierce they are. Like Charlize Theron in those Dior ads, like yeah. it doesn't get fiercer than that. But you're like. The bitch is making a check for a perfume. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. But then you know what they say? The actresses, when they get to that level, they have one of two options. They can choose to, like, do brands and, like, you know, go the sort of, like, fashion fragrance yeah. lane. Mm-hmm. Or they can do the shitty sellout movies. Right. So right. you can either do, you know, like, what... For example, like big new star like Lupita Nyong'o. Yes. Like not someone you're going to see in the rom-coms. So how does she make her movie? Right. Being a fashion, make her money, being like a, fashion a fashion icon. icon. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. And you I see mean, that she's decision a, being made a lot. She's a walking fit model. Yeah. She's, Do you know yes. what I mean? Like, you, like part of Lupita, I think, was it was the combination of their performance coupled with the mm-hmm. fact that when you saw her at every award show. Stunning. Perfection. She was walking canvas. Exactly. Uh So you need her everywhere. Right. You need her everywhere. Right. And then that helps the next thing to come in. Yeah. You know. Truly a designer's dream because when you when she there was also no one on the carpet looking like her. Of course. So basically, like you had it imprinted in your mind. Yeah. Because you there were those probably like four or five moments where you step out there during uh, during award season. Yeah. And you really make a point. And I think she wore a bunch of really different looks. And then her Oscars look was like the culmination was that like light blue. Oh, light blue. Looked Love unbelievable. Unforgettable. Goddess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very goddess. Hellenic. Yes. Yes. Afro-Hellenic. Afro-Hellenic. <laughs> Honestly, title of that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Lupita... 
And how do we get on this? Oh, Natalie. I would just the say, Globes, the Globes. The Globes. What do we think? So are, are we into awards? Have we been seeing the movies? Naomi, what's your awards journey? Well, you know, with? I've gotten some of my screeners okay. from the Writers Guild. The WGA, you know, and yes. I'm trying to get up to speed, but I also, I don't watch them all. You know, so many of you them. Can. It's also such a Oscar bait, awards bait is almost always heavy. Yes. Horrible to watch. And so you gotta be in this mood <laughs> yeah. where you kinda wanna just be down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um and I think when you are you know, when they're actresses, actors and actresses, you know, like Frances McDormand mm-hmm. and Meryl Streep and Tommy was like, okay, I know what you do. Right. 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 So I'm not necessarily when I go into the performance, I almost take it for granted, right? Yes. You know you know that person is gonna give you everything. 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 So then, to me, then the focus becomes, okay, well, you're putting all that into what story? Right. Yeah. Right? Okay. And so, I don't know. There's very few things that really spoke to me. Yeah. That doesn't mean that wasn't good. It wasn't good. Right, but I wasn't right. like, oh, my God, that makes me. Usually, if I walk out of something good, it's like, it makes me want to act. It makes me want to yes, write. Yes, it makes yes, me want to be yes, in yes, it. Yes. Right? And there wasn't. Um, much the game. I'll tell you today. I watched my screener for the Florida Project. Okay, heartbreaking at the end. Yeah, uh, and yeah, not easy to watch. Mm. And not because it was like violent or anything. It was just long and bleak and sad. Yeah, and you're li- you're sitting in the reality. Very well done movie. Of course, I did vote for. Mr. Defoe, okay. when I d- I voted for SAG, which I did today. You gotta be different to Defoe. Different to Defoe because also I, I was looking at the list and I was like, Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell. I don't really care about that movie. Um, Steve Carell and Battle of the Sexes. I was like, Meh. did you see Battle of the Sexes? Yeah, fine, yeah, fine, right? fine, fine, right? Like it, it, it didn't. I don't know. It didn't tell that story in a fun, cool way. Is that like I not moving. See, yeah, it wasn't. It was you know I. I and again, when, especially when you're dealing with something historical, right? You know, if you know what you're, what the story is before going in, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're a quarter of the way there. Yeah, you're a quarter of the way there. But right? that's, but you know, but you you put it in, in such a good way. It's like, okay, I know what these actors are about. What these performances are going to be, in some general sense, what is going to be the the emotional context in the story, and that's that's great. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and the thing with it too is like today I was on the website and there's the options of the things you can stream because now they don't always send out the mm-hmm. DVDs. You can stream them, and I was like, are people gonna watch downsizing? Like I, I saw I saw downsizing too. But here, Naomi is making a fade. What did you think of downsizing? <laughs> okay, give your take, um, and then I'll give. Okay, mine. so I watched the screener, you know, and period- period- periodically, when yeah. you're watching the screener, it will mm-hmm. pop up on the bottom for your consideration mm-hmm. in all right. categories, mm-hmm. right. and I was insulted. Yeah, um, when I saw that, I said, <laughs> right. "I barely consider you a damn movie." Yes. <laughs> well, it's truly <laughs> hard after the first <laughs> hour. <laughs> I, I was baffled. I was shook. I mm. said, "How you know?" As I am starting to learn this business a little bit, on yeah. a, even a small scale, you see how many people have to sign off on something. Oh, yeah. Let alone when you get yeah. into, like, a major motion picture. Yes. I said, <laughs> who owed who money? Yeah. Oh. Who held who ransom? <laughs> what the fuck was the second half of that movie, man? I... That was hard. And for the first half, I thought, okay, this could continue to be fun. And I thought it started off, I was like, you know, this is a really fun idea. It seems like someone read the first half of the script and said, "Yeah, did he? I like it," oh. and then didn't read the second half. Well, I heard you know it's the same guy who did Sideways, Alexander Payne. Alexander Payne. He wanted to make that movie immediately after Sideways, and oh. for a very <laughs> quite a few years, people were like, "No, 
Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder if it was in bringing in like Matt Damon, you know, people who had names to make it right. get made. Right. But to me, it was such a waste of a premise. And like, such I love sci fi stuff. I love a lot of, you know, give me something like that and then just build out that world. That can be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be like very deep, right? It could just yeah. be a cool way to see something. Mm-hmm. And I thought they wasted that whole premise. So wasted. Also, when you have, you know, if you tell me the draw or of this movie is Matt Damon, mm-hmm. he better not be the worst damn character in the movie. Hello. <laughs> you done told me to come watch Matt Damon. <laughs> the thing is That's already like a well, you know exactly. I was fully there I was there at a SAG screening and the point they were even having it was the only thing that's nominated is Hung Chow she doesn't yes. show up until ha- halfway through yep. and even that like it was just like I can't necessarily care about this character because I don't care about the rest of the movie now because it's just changed so much. I want to, you just want to care. Yeah. And then sometimes like quote unquote bad movies that never get in the Oscar conversation. I'm like, I really cared about that shit. Right. And no one talked about it. Well, I think the whole thing is because you're forced to see everything through the eyes of this Matt Damon character yeah. that is aimless, kind of not really grounded, certainly not compelling, not an interesting guy. Right. So when he cares about Hung Chow, we're supposed to care about Hung Chow, but because we don't care about him, we don't care about who he cares about. Ah. Right? So you're kind of like, okay, I guess you kind of like her. Yeah. And then it was like, I don't know who that dialect coach was. No, that was tough. They made her do For an Hung. accent. Oh, I heard about that. that Did you see it? You so didn't see it? No, no, no. But cartoony. It was distracting uh. and it was insulting. And then it was so funny, you know, at the Golden Globes, I said though. When they were doing that, um, in during the opening yes. monologue, and they had the different actors, she was the only one who nailed her line. Yeah, she was only the only one, one who knew her comedic timing. Jessica Chastain was just like, just lost. She's been flubbing lines all over her, the place. Well, right? she doesn't know what the jokes are, she right? Like she, I think you know, so many people was like, I want to be funny, right? And then they do it, and it's like, baby girl, oh, you yeah. can't do it. She's been flubbing. No, Hong, Hong, Hong delivered. She delivered, yeah, and it yeah, was. Yeah. But to see that, right? Yeah. And all I'd ever seen of her was downsizing, <laughs> right? And Big Little Lies. And she was in Big oh, Little God, Lies. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, everyone forgets because how could? Right. I mean, she was just a very like much yeah. in the Greek chorus, but she was fully in that and I'm wondering if they'll beef up her part in the second season of Big Little Lies because she very likely will if the precursors are to be believed Mm. will earn an Oscar nomination despite who knows but you're not just gonna put her in the back now that with an Oscar nomination right Right. you absolutely cannot yeah but I think it'll be interesting but something like that I was like looking at it and I'm like how fair is this because I voted today and didn't see everything yeah I mean I just don't have any interest in seeing a lot of this shit well that's that's why Dark Shadows no (laughs) what the fuck is Dark Dark Shadows that movie with Gary Oldman where he plays Winston Churchill oh Darkest Hour Darkest Hour same difference (laughs) honey during the during the Oscars I mean the Golden Globes when he was talking I was like honey get him back to Azkaban get him back to Azkaban the room was dead dead well honestly Right, it was supposed to end after Oprah. Like yeah. you don't have yeah. Oprah, and then everyone else has to try and talk. It's like, no. honey, I don't care about your journey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fact that there was a moment of more stimulation after Oprah, which was Natalie saying that, was already too much. The yeah, room, the room. If God had a sense of humor, the room would have exploded right there. Right. It was. It was just like honestly, like that should have been the end of the whole evening. Yeah. And then also when Barbara came out and did her speech about not enough women directors, I was like. 
Okay, but the thing is, we just heard it, and like, <laughs> it's been it's been said at the highest. Well, pitch. when when Salma came up too, yes. and was like, you know, she tried to start a times up, but it was like, oh, right. too late. Like, I feel like this should happened at the beginning, yeah, and then yeah, and yeah. then over would have closed it, and then you could have had like a little, you know, because Lord knows she has come out and says so. Oh, Salma Hayek, so I'm not, you know, oh but it was just like again that timing that compared yeah. to this energy level we were at. Yeah, yes. the flow of the show that I don't think you can. To the producer's credit, I don't think you can predict necessarily right. the flow of something like the Golden Globes. I don't right. know. I think you know if you give an Oprah an award. That's true. That she gonna say something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? She gonna take yeah. it. I said Oprah took us to church. She took us to school. She took us to the post office so we could write a letter home. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She was doing it all. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey. Try new Bubbly Burst. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. 
Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store, upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Right. Speech, though, is so amazing because she starts off, like, confessional. Like, this is this is a little anecdote from my life. And mm. it ends on, like literally like calling upon thunder it's, it was it's like it was almost it was almost like cartoonishly heroic right oh my god it was a new day <laughs> you know i love when she bellows oh i love okay, it okay if oprah bellows i am here yes okay. fist raised fist raised to the gods and i and it was so and it was so silly but literally i was like she's doing this off the top of her head yeah right yeah. like it obviously she way. thought about it but you know she wasn't you know some people shaking with their papers up there right and oprah's got everything and it just all comes together i was like you literally like brought up rosa parks yeah. a forgotten woman who recently passed away and was sexually assaulted yes. you know she kept it and Sydney Poitier and everything. I and think Reese, who we just learned well, that's about, Taylor, yeah. who, was ex- who was assaulted. You know, yeah. she brought up, she brought in Reese yeah. and Rosa and uh, Sydney, and it was just kind of like uh, you again. We went on like we we went through history, yes, right. And she was personal. I'm obsessed with Oprah. I saw Oprah speak at, <gasps> and this is like when I was into her because when I was little, I obviously I knew the show, but it wasn't for me. I wasn't watching it. Yeah. I knew who she was and she was great, but it was when I went to a friend's graduation at Howard University. Mm. Oh my God, Oprah, please. I, I'm going to put this out here. Please don't come after me legally. But, um, <laughs> I went to a friend's graduation at Howard University, which is a historically black college right. in DC. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Oprah was their graduation speaker. Wow. And Oprah said something I never forgot. You know, she was, you know, a historically black college, everybody, you know, mostly, mostly black. And she was saying, she was like, you know, when I was growing up, you know, I was raised by my grandmother. All she wanted from me, she said, her biggest dream for me was that I had good white people. That whoever she worked for would treat her well, basically. Wow. You know, and she's like, you know, my grandmother never lived to see my success. She never lived to see that I did get good white people. Good white (laughs) people working for me. Oh, unbelievable. Howard University erupted. Dead. How could you not? How could you not? Dead. She read the fucking room. And it was like, and it was literally, you know, but what she was saying too to everybody, she was like, 
basically what she was saying to these graduates, she was like, your crown has been paid for. Yeah. Wear it. <gasps> oh. Yes. And I wasn't graduating. I was like, I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going out. I'm hitting <laughs> these streets. Yes. Like, I'm putting the uh, crown on. And that was for me the moment when I was like, I'm here for Oprah forever. Oh, yes. And yeah. it was a different way you saw her speak. Right? Because right. she wouldn't say good white people working for me in front no. of a non-all yeah, black I audience. Know, and also not now because the media would get a hold of it. Well, exactly. It would be a problem. Yeah. Exactly. This was probably 10 years ago. Moment wow. in time. And it was like, you know, for her to be up there and it was just kind of like who she was and how it was like that for me, you know, because I think what I had always seen up until then was that polished, mm-hmm. that, uh, that general market thing, that general, general market, Oprah. general market, Oprah. And it was so, you know, to see, to see that. And sort of be like how she literally just like brought it down and everyone uh. was just like throwing up their caps. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like literally a different world. 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> we were yes. all going to do it. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. What I've always associated her with is warmth. Like yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I guess if I had one word that I could ascribe to her, like that I feel since I was a child watching her, like or her just being on in the house and being present in the, you know, the culture, if you will, oh. it's warmth. Mm-hmm. She just exudes. You just know, like Reese mentioned the hugs. You know, <laughs> the hugs are good. Oh yeah. You know, the hugs are bomb ass hugs. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, that's someone who, yeah. But, she, mm. In the eighth grade, and Denver is in in many ways. You know what? No, it's Denver's great now. But back and back in the day, and, and when I was in the eighth grade, this is two thousand three, we'll say. And Denver is just a culturally um, devoid place, and just like people wouldn't come, like you wouldn't see celebrities. But mm-hmm. Oprah was in town, Ugh, and in the entire in right. Denver, and in, in the entire city shut down. Of course, yeah. I was gonna say day off school. <laughs> people were just talking about it all day. Yeah. Like Oprah's in town. My mom saw Oprah. My mom. My mom was standing in line for five hours to see if Oprah, to, to just get a glimpse of Oprah from across like the window. And like everyone is just like, like yeah. fucking, just going crazy over Oprah. And then and that was like, that was the moment moment mm-hmm. for me that I was like, oh oh yeah. And I'm reading East of Eden because she told me to. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? Just, like all this, just, all this stuff. And then, but then. The moment that Oprah clicked for me was was just her Barbara Walters interview after she, after she had just announced Own, mm-hmm. and she like that moment where she like cries tears up and talks about Gail, Gail. Mm-hmm. or talks about the, like her like going into a car dealership and buying two cars because she was like because hello I could like she was yeah. like yeah oh I was like oh yeah you are this you are this like amazing amazing like just just success story anyway um but yeah. Uh, the mother, and it makes you the mother so, I never had the sister, the sister everybody would want, want the best the, the friend, friend everyone, everyone deserves. deserves I don't know a better person I don't know a better, <laughs> a better person, person. <laughs> so good so good it's um, so good yeah anyway what did we think um, results of the evening have we all seen Lady Bird we have we have not a fan um, no. Didn't okay, go? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I hope go. this is a safe space. Wow, this is it's a certainly a safe space. Absolutely, it's certainly. I safe. have not seen Lady Bird yet, and okay. I will tell you that again. I it wasn't a story that I was like I have yeah. to see. Yes. The one part about it that I did want to see and um was you know the mother daughter relationship because right. everyone says it's got something. I'm like I feel like that might speak to my soul. Yeah. Um. It's but great. I hadn't. I mean, I know she's great. I'm gonna say I loved her, Sersha. Right, Sersha. Sersha. God, what was she? she was in that action movie where she's like a little feral killer. 
Do you remember? It was like she was like a little kid, the and then she was like bones. No, <laughs> no, she was like a feral killer. The lovely bones. She was feral. She was oh, unfortunately yes. oh, killed. Her, yeah, the, the Hannah, the, Hannah. Hannah. Yeah, and oh. I'm like loved her since Hannah. I think the girl's amazing. I call her She's Baby Anne Hesh just in her physical oh, features. Oh my god, in her Baby Anne Hesh. She looks Baby just she like Anne right. Hesh. Right. You know what? You're absolutely <laughs> right. She does. I think she's wonderful. It was more like the. Um, like again, Greta Gerwig doesn't speak to me, and I say doesn't speak to me. That's like my my refrain is is like it's not, no one has to be bad, right, right? Right. But it's more like okay, you're quirky. I don't do it. Right. But I went into the movie with those same yeah same never cared with those th- same sort of preconceived things. Yeah. And then just the way that the mother daughter relationship is portrayed felt very 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 truthful and not maybe not universal but i related to it with not even my okay. mother but my dad i was uh-huh. like that's me and my dad and then the uh-huh. second the movie ended when i walked out the theater i called him up i was like and i told him i was like i just saw a really nice movie it was about like a daughter and a mother but it reminded me of us and blah 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 and i just want to say i love you and i don't know Naomi, i'm not gonna that's say really nice and a movie that drove you to take an action like that and I feel like, and that's like the little anecdote that everyone has now with Lady Bird. It's okay. like, oh, I called my parents as soon as the movie ended. Well, I know a lot of people were like, oh, I like, I was like, I cried. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I felt yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. of white women were telling me about them crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I no longer mad at that because initially white women told me they cried at Wonder Woman, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I was literally on a JetBlue flight <laughs> watching Wonder Woman, and and I was like, you cried. Oh my god. Yeah, just when she's running, running across the battlefield. It was it was that first. Well, that was oh, a moment, but uh-huh. it was that first fight of all the women. Yes, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. And then there were there were black women there too as well, yes. right? In mm-hmm. that in in that group, and so I was like, okay. Yes, because I think why I tend to um, be a little less enthused. I wouldn't. Right. I mean, maybe resistant, but sometimes I'm just like, just because, you know. When the women don't look like me, it doesn't right. feel aspirational. It right. doesn't feel relatable. It of doesn't course. feel, you know, when a woman is held to a high standard, but then she's like blonde hair and blue eyed, it, that's part of it, right? That's part of it. So, so much yeah. of it, I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, I was like, I get it, but I don't feel empowered. And yet when I saw Wonder Woman, even though I, you know, she's like Israeli, I was like, okay, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to do CrossFit. We're about to kick some ass. <laughs> yes. Like, I was into it. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I'm like, okay, well, like, maybe I see Lady Bird and I feel it. Maybe I feel it. That's right. the thing. That is really, actually, that's a great point. It's, I've always, I don't know if you feel this, but it's been like that with me with romance movies, too. Like, you never, ever, 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 ever see a homosexual love affair mm-hmm. on screen. And so, I think every time I see some sort of love story, which is right. in every movie, right. yeah, I always leave, like, Emotional, but not for the reason where I felt like, thank God they got together. It's always like a little <laughs> sad, yeah, because it's like, man, like wish that like that was out there, right? Yeah. And and that and you know for I guess POC that must feel like fucking everything. Well, there's so much writing on this movie coming out, Crazy Rich Asians mm. with Constance Wu and like mm. Aquafina, like I every every, it, every yeah. Asian actor, Ronnie Chang, and like everybody, and like. Like they're texting groups that I'm in with like me and Joel <laughs> and like all these people that are just like crazy rich Asian panic groups. <laughs> panic groups being panic. like us being like this movie has to do well and right. it, it probably won't, but it has to. Put do out well. there that it's going to do well. No, I'm no, sure it's going to do well. And I well, you know, I think another way, and this is maybe a more cynical way, but mm-hmm. you have to remember that no one expects much from it. Right. So it's right. going. So it's going right. to do better. It's like. Y'all didn't think we were gonna do shit. Yes, we coming out these streets. You know yeah. what I mean? The same thing with grocery. <laughs> we're like, we spent a dollar fifty on a movie. Yeah, and made a hundred million. Yeah, yes. that's because yes. you didn't think we was gonna come out it, for it. That's and so fair. I think even more profoundly than that, Get Out, 
which exactly. I actually took. I voted for them for the ensemble, and I voted for him for lead actor. Yeah. I think because I was I watched it last night for the first time. <gasps> now, oh my now, god, tell me about listen, your journey. Welcome to my, my world. Welcome, my journey. Welcome. My journey. I've been in this place for so long. I yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, he's been waiting for me to watch yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. Now here's why I haven't watched it. I really can't watch scary movies. Like okay. even last night, I actually had to take a break in the middle. Yeah. Because it got to be like a little Where too was the much. Break? Where was the break? The break was um, right, actually it was towards the end. Spoiler alert for Get Out. It's when it becomes it's, is clear. Is it the keys? The keys? When it becomes clear th- that he is going to be operated on. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had to take a short break. Okay. Yeah. And that was actually towards the end of the movie. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like half an hour left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, but I thought it was unbelievable and I will say this, something, because I was thinking about, you know, acting while I was watching it. And I was thinking to myself, because I had the screener because of SAG. It is so hard to lead a horror film. Yep. Mm-hmm. It You have to believably uh, have so many things revealed to you. So much shock and horror and panic. Right. And Oh. Intense despair. That is not easy. And the acting challenges in that movie, not only just for him, but across the for board. Everybody. Yes. For everybody. For everybody. For everyone. It was so high. I talked to Rachel Winiski about it today. Like the, It was such an ask of all those actors. And what a complicated script. Well, that's so. the thing, right? Because it's not just... Because like some horror movies where, you know, the first 10 seconds, you kill a girl, and then maybe 30 minutes later, someone else dies, and you're kind of right. watching people get picked off. Yeah. yeah. You have that opening that showed you, okay, this is what our stakes right, are. Right, right, right. But then it is a very slow burn, yes. right? Where literally burn. it is like, so no one's doing anything crazy, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a little menacing. Yes. Yeah. That's hard. It's Do, incredibly like, hard. Playing that like the whole time. It's almost impossible to, to do because like at any point you could just be like, really? <laughs> like this, this bitch that's the main character is not like letting on that like there's something weird going on. And the thing with this movie is it's such it's so slow. Yeah, these the, the the peel back of something weird and fucked up mm-hmm, is going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. And the, and the 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 family it's Bradley Whitford, Catherine Keener, and Allison Williams. They play it so real and grounded. Yeah. Honestly. White bait is the role. Role Allison Williams. White bait is the role. That is the role she was born to play. But she was perfect. I'm surprised. She was literally like, I was like, this is it. Yeah, that's (laughs) the best thing she's ever done. And I actually, I'm a fan of hers on Girls. I think that I think that she's a little bit more aware than everyone thinks she is. But this, I was, I was actually surprised she's not in the awards conversation a little bit more because the movie doesn't work without Without that performance. Yep, Yep. it doesn't work. And I'm telling you, that is like. That's like a deck of cards, that movie, because one thing is yeah. weird. And it almost got weird with the brother. The acting, I was just he was, say, yeah. yeah. He was the guy to me who, like, I was like, you're terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Literally immediate, immediately terrifying. <laughs> like, that's probably the point where if I'm him, if, if, if I have one tiny qualm with the movie, it's like, I leave when the brother tries to fight me at dinner. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When the crazy-eyed white brother. Uh, right, who right. looks Who looks crazy. He looks terrifying. He looks terrifying. I wondered about that casting. Yeah. I was like, maybe we cast someone who we can believe he's is like having, the Allison Williams equivalent. He's, yes. He's having a moment, though, because he's in- What's his name? I forget. He's in three billboards. He's, he's also in, in Florida Project. And he's in Florida he Project. He was in this movie today, right. too. Um, I- 
the I'm, I'm just we're mentioning Lady Bird and Get Out, and those are the only two movies this year in the awards. Like, I think it's a good year, but those really are the only two movies for me that I'm like inspired to like write or to exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, I loved, loved, loved Get Out. It was, you know, I I wanted it to win the Globes only because I, I wanted to push it into the Oscars, Oscars conversation. Right, I just right. I just wanted to be in that. Like, I wanted to be such a contender, but at the same time, it is not a musical or comedy, it, <laughs> so it, it wasn't going to. It, it didn't but, clear any hurdles. You know what? Like, I really, really want it, and I'm hoping because like you, you know on the W. Jay side, I gave him screenplay. I gave him yes. like I was like I was coming for whatever. I will nominate it for everything that I can do because it is you know again to be a first film to yeah. get that tone Ugh. to you know, um, you know something he said. Um, he was like, I did a move. He's like, I did a movie that white people saw mm-hmm. where there was not a single good white person. Right, right, yeah. because that's a big deal. Because you can have that bat, but there's always usually a white savior or somebody yeah. who's yeah, like, yeah, no, "I'll help you." And it was he made this movie where they were all bad, yeah. and all bad, and, and you were still like, everyone came. Like I saw that movie on 125th Street in Harlem, yeah, and oh, it was like that must packed and mixed and loud and so yes, fun, yes, <laughs> yes, and perfect. Ugh, and I wish was, I'd seen it. And it was theater. like that was you know that he did that. You know what I mean? Like yes. the first time I wasn't annoyed by Harlem gentrification. <laughs> I was like, we shall be here together. That's why that movie should win Best Picture. I think that movie should win Best Picture because I think when you talk about Best Picture at the end of the year, it should say something about About the the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it should say something about the year. And I think that watching Lady Bird win Best Musical Comedy, it said something about that moment. Mm -hmm. I think Get Out says something about all of it. Like uh, that's what I want to see, and I think that actually. If it's in drama, I think it beats three billboards. I hope so. I would hope so. Uh, like, I would hope I'm that talking they about got all the their other and now we can like yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's the categorization that categorization that fucks it up because yeah. I'm sure Universal thought we can't throw this in drama, they won't take it seriously. I think they would have. Oh my Be- god. Because it had nominations. It's showing up everywhere. And Jordan Critics wasn't like that happy it. with that. Jordan Peele like tweeted like the day that like Golden Globe. It's Globed. a documentary. He was like, "This is a documentary." Which I also tweeted. I mean, group mind. No, and it's so funny too. Yeah, it's like there's no good white person uh, because Allison Williams on, I think it was like a, on some interview she was like, "It's crazy because people will come up to Seth me, Myers. She yeah, said she'll this. be like, people will come up to me and be like, okay, but your character was like, like was good though. Like she loved him, and she has to, she has to <laughs> no. be like, no, she's an evil." disgusting human being like yeah. right, what is right. so hard to understand yeah not yeah it's like no and it's, and it's all the white and it's only white people who go up to her and say yeah that, that's too. what she was saying we're yeah. just like trying to find some iota of like right. redemptive, redemptive right. thing it's like you did care <laughs> It's like, like, no. It's like, what movie did you watch that you can't even, like, that's literally only on you. To come to her and be like, I thought it was, you know, I could tell you really loved him. It's like, no, bitch. That's entirely on you. It says a lot about you. So, so, so on you. Okay, so we're going to take a really quick break, and then we will be right back with Naomi. Yes. Okay, we're back with Naomi. We were just talking over the break about how Genre, genre. Matt and Matt and Naomi are both sort of um, foretelling of, uh, are foretelling this sort of new trend that 
movies will catch up to TV where TV is really thriving in genre right now and genre is being rewarded. I just think, we were talking about this, you know, the biggest show on television is Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You gotta imagine, if we saw the numbers, that Stranger Things would be right behind that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, Big Little Lies, huge. In its market, probably dominated. Yep. Like, things like this, Handmaid's Tale, even. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. These, these shows that are getting hoisted up, these or are- even, sh- Or even period, like period pieces, too. Right, I like, mean, well, well, the thing is about period pieces is that's that's like, I think, what- Classically, the awards system sure, and sure. the studio system has right. always thought, "Here's your awards bait. This is the only option." Right. But I think that audiences, because of the rise of television right now, we're saying we like genre stuff, right. and genre stuff can be good. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people are. I don't agree with this, but a lot of people want to see Wonder Woman get sneak into one of the eight or nine best picture slots. You yeah. know, I think when The Dark Knight didn't sneak in there mm-hmm. for best picture, people were like, "That was the movie of the year." Yeah. And I think yeah. what we're seeing is with the downfall of Harvey Weinstein, I think, and the kind of waking up of Hollywood, which I think has to happen or it's going to fucking crumble. Yeah. To what people want. Is it's it's not what it used to be. Yeah. Like I think we we don't want to be just given these four or five options for what are the prestige things yeah, at the exactly. end of the year. Because even think about it, like the things that are catching on that people didn't really think would catch on are like I Tanya, right? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like it's we what what are these period films that are? I mean, Phantom Thread, I guess, Dark Shadow, Dark Shadow, what's it called? Dark Darkest Shadow? Hour, Darkest, Darkest Hour. hour. <laughs> it, to me, it's Dark Shadow. <laughs> It's going to be Dark Shadow for me. But, you know, and, you know, I just think we got to get more creative. And I think we might see that with the fall of Weinstein and the ushering into the new era. I hope we see a big, bold statement. We're going to embrace Get Out. I hope Get Out wins uh, Best Picture. I'm putting it into the universe. Yes. Moonlight and then Get Out. But yes. I'm just manifest. It, yes. Manifest. I'm just worried that since it didn't, like, clear hurdles quote unquote the globes it's not gonna like but it was just not in the categories where it was gonna win which is why I was really kind of annoyed I was like you put it in a category that even the director says it shouldn't be in right (laughs) Right? yeah so so I think also too once he says that that also kind of gives them the pass to sure. not give it anything. Sure. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's You're like right. you didn't put it in a place where it was going to succeed. That's the thing. It's like, don't you set him up to fail? Yeah, exactly. How dare yes. you? I think they thought they were helping. Of course. I think they thought it's going to be easier to beat Lady Bird and I, Tanya, than Call Me By Your Name and Three uh, Billboards. Three and, Billboards and yeah. Dunkirk. I think right. they saw Dunkirk and said, Get Out can't compete with Dunkirk. Right. Yes, Get Out can, can compete with Dunkirk. Right. Right. Right, especially again, like it wasn't just here. It also did really well outside of the U.S. Yeah, yeah. you know, was it like it did say something? And when you make a movie, especially again as unassuming as you know, cheaply made, I think four or five million dollars. Right, in movie language. I'm like half of that had to go to Bradley Whitford. <laughs> <laughs> the He's box famous. office. It's actually box office rule draw. of culture number thirty. Bradley, Bradley Whitford, Whitford is a box, box office draw. draw. You're right. It went to Bradley. I, I hope Catherine <laughs> got a good cut of that. Too. I think Catherine got a good cut. But I said, I said, cut. I mean, Bradley Whitford's in town. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was so happy to see him, and also kind of handsome. Oh, he's always the white good. hair. The white yeah. hair. White hair on certain white men <laughs> can be so alluring. <laughs> Oh. oh my god! Okay, I feel like we could we could dive into award season all the day. I've been I've been I actually wrote a missive today on Facebook about Itanya. I'm down for Itanya. I'm here for Itanya. You see Itanya? Yes, I did. You liked it's Itanya? Wonderful. I, I loved. It. I voted for Margot today. <gasps> Good for you. I did. I, I think that she delivered the single best acted scene of the year. Which one? The makeup the in Rouge. the mirror. Yes. 
Uh, I thought that was the emotional climax of the whole film. For me, it was her. At at the moment where she really had me was when she was getting sentenced. Courtroom, the courtroom. That was the kicker. That was something. I was like, okay, Margo. Yeah, no, she's she's here to stay. She she's here to stay. She's She's here here to stay. stay. Also, she produced that film. Oh, she's here to stay. Yeah. Um, but we should ask the question. The question, Naomi, which is, what was the culture that made you say? Cultures for me. You were in your closet and you saw culture and you said, I'm going to wear this for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. You know, I grew up as an only child. And so the two things I did were read Mm -hmm. and watch TV. Um, So it's funny because, you know, obviously I've listened to so many apps um, and heard different things. So in some ways we could say Babysitter's Club. I was addicted. I mean, I I owned, um, I was a member of the Babysitter's Club. Kids Club, like yes. I would get books sent to me to the point where I think I was 13. We sent almost 100 books, duplicates to the local library. My mom was like, because I would have the books and then uh, part of the club, I would get the books. And so I had doubles. <laughs> and so I took all my duplicates and gave them to the local library oh, up see, on 135th. Nice. Uh-huh. And like, but that's how many I had. And just when, you know, I'm at home now and like, the books are still there because I, I will not get, yeah, I. Um, You're I'm grown and I'm keeping them. Yeah. Yes. I met Anna and Martin twice. <gasps> um, I was afraid and silent both times. Oh. I was like literally like. Because <gasps> she um, was it. She was it. And it was so funny because you see this picture. It's like literally a plain white woman. <laughs> you know, like she was like literally like she was <laughs> in a turtleneck. I had on a horrible puffy jacket. And <laughs> she was just like. Hey. Oh. You know, she but she was not this imposing person by any means. Right, right, and right. yet I was like. I was terrified of her. Um, That was a big thing for me. Um, Babysitter's Club. That was definitely... And then I would also say, too, you know, again, watching so much TV, I grew up on so many Disney Channel shows Mm -hmm. and, like, everything. Again, that's how I knew I wanted to be an actor. Mm. A big thing for me was Angela on Boy Meets World. Wow. Wow. Okay, Angela, yeah, broke it open. She was Ryder Strong's, Sean's girlfriend. Yes. 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 Towards the later seasons, the end of high school, she was a black girl. Yes. Loved it. She was his girlfriend. Yeah. And it wasn't about her ass being black. Yeah. He was the problem. He was the problem. He was immature immature and acting out. (laughs) He was the bad boy. He's being such a writer strong about it. He was such a strong writer. (laughs) Yeah. And that was his that was his girlfriend, and that was huge for me. I might have been twelve or thirteen. Honestly, nobody really talks about that. I'm always talking about it. I'm always talking about it. I'm always talking about Angela from Boy Meets World. It was wow. huge for me. And also Ryder Strong was like the hot one. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, so right. I was like already like into him anyway. And then he brought home this black woman. And then I remember at the time, yeah. she looking it up, you know, and being like, who is it? She was like older than everybody. Like yeah, she was yeah, like yeah. an adult. Like they were all oh. teens. And, Wait, and, she, the, and this, in the universe of the show? Or no, the in actors. the real life. I see, I see. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like, yeah, older. I don't know. Just everything about it. I was like, <gasps> and it made me feel like maybe there's space for me. Oh, but huge. that was, you know, especially That's a Disney deal. Channel show. And like, they really... It was a lot to do. As you said, broke it up. Like, Angela on Boy Meets World was like, maybe it's time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? As a love interest, it was huge. Yeah. Because they always did the thing where it was like, and there's a black friend. Right. And there's a, there's a, Usually you know, a sexless back. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. The black guy who wisecracks. Right, right, right. You right. know what I mean? Or maybe you've got a nerdy black girlfriend and she's always the one who's like, she's not talking to you now. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, but that was the first, she was truly like, kind of like a straight man 
like girlfriend on yeah. that show, which again, you could there's problems with the archetype of right. that role, but right. we had only ever seen white girls play that role. Exactly. Sure. And the sure. same kind of white girl, a Topanga white girl. A, a white girl named Topanga. Yeah. A black girl named Angela. <laughs> I loved what they were doing. Yeah. <gasps> and that, what, what an inversion. In the show, <laughs> how did Angela come in? Was, was she a friend of someone's and then started dating? I think him? she was I don't I think she was just new at school. You know, like okay. I think she kinda came in with the new season, mm. the new school year. Yeah. And she was like Angela, and Angela like had her had her shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ryder was kind of a mess, and she made him better. Yeah, you uh, know. Did they go to college and then they meet, or was she coming to the high school? She was high school. High school. Okay. She was high school. Yes. And okay. it was huge. And they didn't. It was never a thing. Yeah. There was never a very special "She's Black" episode. Honestly, listeners, call me out. <laughs> um, but I don't remember that being like. It's like it was never. Sean, you're dating a black girl. No one ever said that. Right. As far right, as I right. saw in Boy Meets World. And you know what's interesting about those Disney shows is they did come in with a sneak attack sometimes and have like a very special episode. Like I remember there was an episode of Lizzie McGuire I was one say time McGuire. where um I forget Miranda had it becomes clear that Miranda has like a problem she's, with food. Yeah. She's got like a, developing an eating disorder. And there's this scene where um Gordo and Lizzie like kind of confront her and they're like we care about you and we want to make sure that you're okay because we know that you're not and she's kind of like you're right, guys. That's not everything is okay. And then the episode kind of ends. And my dad was like, I like that. I'm going to show that to my students. My dad was a health teacher. Oh, he was. Um, I'm going to show that to my students. I like that. What is this show? It's really good. Um, but It was a teaching tool. Teaching tool. Yeah, but, McGuire was a teaching tool. But like every other episode was like, oh, no, my my foot hurts. You know, it's like <laughs> not, not eating disorder related. Oh, oh my God. But yeah, I mean, see, I shamefully have to say that I, I have a Disney Channel blind spot. Thank you, Well, You sorry. a Nickelodeon kid? No, I'm just saying I didn't get cable. So oh, I just, I had cable. none of it. Yeah. See. So then, so then, because my parents thought they were doing me like a huge service by like no, they were limiting not. my options. But no, what I ended up doing was just watching like lewd ass mad TV sketches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And like by like the time I was nine was saying, was like quoting like, Insane, like the Van Combe lady, yeah. just saying like yeah. crazy things, and I was like, "Oh, this is not normal." But, Na- but Naomi and I were cable queens. Yes, true cable queen. Cable queen. Cable queen. A cable, queen. cable queen is the title, title of that. Ta- cable queen. Cable queen. Always. I had it all. I had it all. Yeah. Uh, I was watching. Are you afraid of the dark? Okay. Uh, See, that's that's where it started for me. I couldn't fucking get through it. <laughs> oh, that's when you were. It was afraid. too you scary, Naomi. It was too scary. For you. I loved it all. Like I read Goosebumps. Then the oh. older version of Goosebumps, Fear. Street. Ooh, yes, Fear Street. I was like into all of it. I've always loved horror. The first movie I wrote, movie, probably like 30 pages, but it was in high school <laughs> and it was called People Get Dead. <laughs> and it was meant to be like People a get dead. It was meant to be like a funnier, like a cooler version of Scream. But like I always love that stuff. I think yeah. we have to have we have to have a full uh, length. Uh, yeah, a full length. A of stage that. reading. A stage <laughs> reading. A people get dead. People um, get dead. People get dead. <laughs> Make it even funnier than scream do it now are you a horror fan like is that something that you I like do, i really like it it's funny though now i like to watch them with people yeah it's not that i'm afraid yeah. but because horror does have that like cheese effect and it's so fun to kind of comment on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't like to watch them by myself and jubu is not a horror fan because mm. for him he's like well i don't get scared so i don't like it's not doing what it's supposed to do like he just doesn't feel it is it that he doesn't get scared or is that he or is it that like he just 
just isn't like affected by like he, the viewing experience. Right. Well, I guess that's he, it. Well, that's same, the same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. not. He's like because he's kind of like yeah. Like he's like I know it's gonna happen. Right. Not obviously exactly, but he's sort of like okay. And then he's like, well, I know it's not a real person dying. Right. So you know what I mean. So he right. doesn't. He just like because logic his way out of it. Sure. Sure. Whereas sure. to me, it is. Real. So, <laughs> real and insane, right? Yeah. Like, it's so... I don't really like as much the ones that involve a house, where it's like, I bought an old house, now it's haunted. <laughs> yeah. I bought an old house, now we're dead. I yeah. like... Um, I like more of the we're living lives and someone has come upon us and decided we must die. I love that. Yeah. You know, like that's I'm so into it. like, I know what you did last summer, like all of them. Yeah, those like, are fun. Yeah. Those are fun. See, the ones that get me... The thing is, I'm just very susceptible to a jump scare, which you is are. all yeah. those things. I, I, my body physically hurts when I get jump scared. No, I get oh. it. I get anxious, but it's funny. I get just as anxious when I'm watching a show like Better Call Saul, 100%. where I know it's like, don't go in there because yeah. you go say something and they're going to know you're lying and yeah. then I like get on edge. So it's yeah. the same kind of anxiety, which is why I think I'm like, okay, we'll do it for all of them. Well, yeah. because I would rather watch a, a jump scary thing than like sit through three episodes of Breaking Bad being like, it's I want to fucking throw it. I had to yeah. stop watching Breaking Bad because it was yeah. too much. It made me too anxious. Yeah, yeah. it made me, uh, there was this, I, I've said this before, but the scene where Gus slits someone's throat in front of them to show them who's boss and that they are his bitch. Like, I never saw that and I never will. No, it was, yeah. I had to stop. I was like, okay, this show is officially too good. <laughs> Game of Thrones, I can barely, I, I, I really can't because of the violence and like mm -hmm. the, the bigness of it. Yeah. Like, it just, I don't know. It, it's, it's too much. So when you say, are you afraid of the dark? That maybe made me think maybe that was the impetus That's for all this. That's what started you. Because course. that shit was really scary. Some of it was terrifying. The Tia and Tamara episode? What? Tell, <laughs> you don't remember the Tia and Tamara I'm episode? I'm old. Tell okay. it. Tell the it. The Tia and Tamara episode. Uh -oh. By the way, I, as I was leaving the house, I caught a little bit of the real. Of which one? is the view yeah, yeah. with Tia. Oh, yes, with, with, yes, uh, yes. I think maybe it's Tamara. Tamara. It's Tamara and um, Lonnie Love is on it. Yes, um, yes. And one of the chicks from 3LW. Yeah. Uh, but oh. they, the, lady, the ladies were very emotional about Oprah. Oh, they great. all agree she shouldn't be president, but they were moved. And right. Tamara had a tearful moment. Oh, good. Um, but it, it's, this is very much a Tamara day because you bring up Are You Afraid of yeah. the Dark? And their episode was this. And this will fuck with me forever. So Tamara is living her life mm -hmm. and she has this best friend and something happens where they go to this pet store and they get a lizard and they bring the lizard home. Now the lizard's like a magic lizard. Oh Lord. So the lizard somehow becomes a clone of Tamara oh, and it's geez. played by Tia. Of course. So Tia, who's this lizard, oh, starts living the life of Tamara. And she's evil. And the best friend is like, something's weird. Right. I don't know. Somehow. Well, how, what happened to Tamara? The lizard. She becomes um, the lizard. But Tamara, oh. or she gets like locked up or something. Yeah. Okay. Tamara is then a, becomes a person again somehow. So there's this scene where Tia and Tamara are both in the world. But yeah. really there's only one of them. Of course. Yeah. So now they're both out there and it's this horrifying scene where the best friend mm -hmm. sees both of them. And she's like freaked out. And it's somehow been established that if you spray one of them with water, they will turn back into the lizard and that will like 
That, okay, that's that, that's the, that's, that's the curse. The bring. I love it. I love so, a simple elemental. It, exactly. And you know they only had like twelve minutes to set this exactly. up because yeah. they had to split it up. They had to get to and it. they world builds in twelve minutes. All this stuff, the lizard, the water, and I remember everything. it to this day. So that's how you know. Did Impactful. it win a Pulitzer Prize? I don't know. What do they win for this shit? Uh, fucking Peabody. Uh, <laughs> send the Peabody over post haste. Um, but fucking. So then the best friend is like looking from one of them to the other and she's like it's me your friend <laughs> and like no she's like it's me I know this thing about you and it's like no remember this and like one of them says something that really connects and yeah. she sprays the other one with water and that she turns into the lizard so then they hug and they're like oh my god oh my god then the last scene in the episode oh, it was actually the wrong is girl Tia going over to the lizard and being like well bi-, like says I'm like well bitch see you fucking later throws her down a well oh! I was gonna say like this whole Chill. time I was like can you even I was like this isn't that scary oh but- no bitch it, but that's the, the thing fe- it fucks with your you head know, the, the fear is in the injustice the fear is yes. in the injustice especially as a child yes. right because you want it to all you want to have the scare and what usually I like is like but then at the end it's all sorted Right, yes. like the evil is defeated in some capacity. No way, not no. not this. That ship. is that'll shake you to your core. That's what I'm saying. Well. It's existentially terrifying. It's irresponsible for kids to be watching it. <laughs> right. What was the? Because I would read Goosebumps at the appropriate age and be like, "This isn't fucking scary." Yeah. Did you genuinely find it scary? And was Fear Street? I never read Fear Street. No, it was never really scary because it's funny because when I'm reading something. The scare, then it's up to my mind to conjure, right? Yes. How evil or how gross or how whatever something right, is. Right, and right. so I never really took it there. Mm-hmm. But what I've always liked about that kind of stuff, because it's usually this mystery. Right. Who's doing it? Why are they doing it? Right. And that engagement, I mean, the same reason why I love true crime now and like all my procedurals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I am distracted enough. Uh-huh. Like it for me is like true the closest I can kind of come to being like out of my head. Sure. You know, to being like, oh, what's going to happen here? Well, you know, what's going to happen next? And I think that's what I liked about it. I wasn't terrified, but I was definitely engrossed. I needed to know. It was a portal into some distressing situation that you could just like dip your toe in and then opt out as whenever you wanted. Yeah. Because, okay, you know what? And I will say the... That was very astute. Okay, whatever. The... (gasps) You gonna get that copay bow in. (laughs) Come on, astute. The, um... (laughs) Uh, 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 the TV show with whenever they would do Night of the Living Dummy and yes. Slappy, oh, those yes. were actually really fucking they were terrifying. They really scary. They're really scary. I'm terrified. Like dummies. The movie I remember, I saw. You know what it was? Too? I saw it as a kid, maybe six years old, seven years old. They took me to see Child's Play. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> Not like just took me. It was like we were all, everyone was going, and it was like, bring the kid. No fucking thanks. <laughs> they were just like, let's bring Naomi to child. No. Truly terrified for life. Oh. And my cousins didn't help because they totally terrified me. We, my cousin and I, we both had this toy where you put a like cassette tape in her back and the doll would talk, so to speak. No. So my, again, it's a so my cousin, they, they go, it's, her name was Susie Scribbles, was like the actual doll. Susie and they're like, Scribbles. Naomi, you got to come Scribbles. talk to Susie. I go over there, and they've recorded. <laughs> Hi, Naomi. I'm Susie, Chucky's sister. Want to play? Uh, I hid in the bathroom for hours. No. Yes, no, that's 100%. Terrified. Because Terrified. that was irresponsible it was of them. Evil. 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 There's an evil in their spirits. An evil <laughs> in their spirits. I, I feel with Chucky, like, it really shouldn't be scary, but it fucking is, it okay? Is. Like, it. When mm-hmm. everyone was like, did you see it? Yep. Okay, see, I would rather die than see it. <laughs> I am on record. 
Like when you tell me that the kid's gonna die, I don't want kids dead. I know, I yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I know. <gasps> I don't. Oh, the lights Ooh, went the, out. This hasn't happened to us for a while. See, honestly, I don't okay. want kids dead, and the lights went out. For oh. the listeners at home, the lights went out in the studio, That's and now I, I will go hide in the bathroom for hours. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Um, but they're back. But here's the thing. Like, did you you liked this new it? I thought it was fine. Again, knowing what was going to come. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I was more like, oh, that's interesting. I do think clowns are scary. I find clowns, clowns creepy. Okay. But there is, as I just said, dipping your toe. There's something about, you know, I get to see this, but I also get to leave right. 90 minutes, right? And go about my business. Yes. And that's very, I think, part of it. It's almost kind of a personal dare. Yeah. Oh, stare at it, stare at okay. it, stare at it. No, think ninety it, minutes is too long. Think of it as a, <laughs> think of it as a theme park ride. Think of it as a. Disney. And here's the thing. Here's the weird thing. I'll do any theme park ride. I've been skydiving. Oh. I've done this, and I will go to haunted houses. I kind of am obsessed, <gasps> but I have the physical ability to run away. Yeah, on that shit. Oh. Yeah. Whereas in a movie, I don't know. I I feel like it's just there. It's, maybe it's the sound. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, 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 it's I, the I, sound. It's, it's probably it's sound. <laughs> I did go through a horror movie kick when I was like 14, like right after Saw came out. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was like Saw, The Grudge. <laughs> okay. The, right prior to that was The Ring. Yep. Um, God, the remake of, I've talked about this before, but that re- remake of The Hills Have Eyes was no, truly disturbing. No, because it's actually really fucked up. Because it's fucked up because there's like sexual Oh no, there's yeah. rape, there's rape yeah. in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a mutant insane. rapes Claire from Lost. Right? And I was like, this is insane. Not acceptable. And no, right. not okay. I know. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, that, what you could get away with at that time was Ugh. like, and that was when I was like 14, 15 seeing movies, and I remember the one movie that came out, it was like the seventh one in a row. Also, remember that movie with Dakota Fanning and Robert De Niro? hide and seek oh god uh, yes fuck that movie they threw Elizabeth shoe out a window <laughs> <laughs> the one that I was like I'm never going again was when Michael Keaton was in a low point in his career and he did the movie White Noise remember the movie White Noise I do remember White Noise and the whole s- like- scary thing about it was just that White Noise would come yeah. on the television <laughs> fuck that <laughs> See, that's what I mean. I don't like if it's just like we're in a house and something's creepy, like paranormal activity, like the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, I get it. It's like you can make it in a weekend. Right. But <laughs> yeah, I yeah, don't. Yeah. It doesn't do What that. were the circumstances you described? I just, the way you worded that was beautiful was we're living, we're going about our lives and someone wants to kill someone us. Someone comes into our lives and decides that we should die. That we should die. <laughs> yes. Gorgeous. That's like, I don't know. That's like fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's crazy. It's funky. Now, so if you are. You and Jubu are hanging out. Like, what's the genre of movie you guys are television show? What What are you guys going to? It's not horror. It's not horror. He no. doesn't want to do horror. Sometimes I can try to like make him watch it, but then he'll just like play Candy Crush on his phone during yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you have to be here. You have to be here. But that's that's self care. <laughs> to be detached. Know a little that. Bit. To be detached a little <laughs> know bit. Know that. Um, we. It's funny when we can never find anything when we're like, let's just watch something. We'll put yeah. on some sort of Netflix stand-up special. Yeah, it's always oh, like, that's okay, what you guys that's, land on. Like if it's like if all fails, but then so much of our shows, like I'm, for instance, we're really excited. I was like, Baskets is coming back. Oh, that'll yeah. be Baskets. good for us. I love Baskets. We haven't talked about that show. Louis looks uh, amazing in the promos. 
on the yeah. posters, Louis Anderson is Louis like, Anderson. Oh, Louis Anderson. Yeah, we were going to say, don't you speak of Louis. Oh, no, no, no. I meant Louis Anderson. <laughs> I know. Yes. Well, and also just him being in the promos where I'm like, yes, because right. this show is Mama Baskets. Okay, Mama yeah. Baskets is the heart and the soul. Yes. That is the character I am most invested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such a weird show. I think it's so interesting that it hasn't gotten like a Globe nom because it's weird and the well, foreign press loves weird. for some stuff, right? Louis, Louis Anderson was. Louis Anderson was last yeah. season, maybe? Yeah. Like the very first season. I forget what it was he was out for. I don't know if it was an Emmy. I, don't know I if think it was he the won big something too. Yeah, I'm sure he has. But there's something. I'm like, Baskets is just so weird. Uh huh. Um, but I, I love that show. Up. I love you know, Catastrophe is one of my favorites. Mm. Um, <sighs> a lot of like, I, I think I like. Uh, comedies with gravitas. Yeah. You know what? That's my thing. You know what I feel like. I feel like I'm shouting into it like a like a like a well or something. That's not an expression. <laughs> shouting in the well, trying to get that lizard to trying to, to wake back wi- up. Oh. Tamara. <laughs> oh wait, before wait oh, before I forget, Tamara. Tamara shared an amazing st- uh, stuffing recipe on Thanksgiving, Ooh. and I made it. And it, it was, was delicious. delicious. It was a delicious stuffing. A savory, a savory, with meat? savory stuffing with meat, with sausage, but also with little bits of apple. It was sweet and savory. It was delicious. I just want to say, <laughs> now that we're talking about Tamara and Tia, <laughs> I have to say, shout out to Sister Sister. It's actually rule number 101 yes. of culture. culture. Jack is, is queen. queen. Um, Jack- Mary. <laughs> just Jack- in case. Jack Hay apparently is, she loves to block on Twitter. For no good reason. <laughs> really? I, she has no time. Friend, she has no time for your toxicity. Friend of the show, Matt Belisai, if you're listening, um, he has a great podcast called Unhappy Hour. He pinned, His pinned tweet is a screenshot of Jack, Jack Henry's <gasps> blocking him for no wow. reason. She's like, I don't know what I did. Like, I love you. Like, oh, what? no. <laughs> is it Jack Harry or Jack Henry? Harry, 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 Harry. Sorry. Um, um, but yeah, but no, she's queen. Jack she Hay is queen. She took lines that were not Laugh lines, yeah, and made them. them laugh lines, yeah, like a pro. Just She's to, the queen of an inflection to like turn something. It's that's the inflection. what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Right? It's the way she says it. It's not. It's literally just the tone. Like, I mean, y'all, did y'all see two two seven? So when I said Mary, were you familiar? Okay, you I know where it comes from, but I okay. haven't ever oh, I have seen two two seven. I know it's the birthplace of Regina King. Yes. Yes. Where she was, she was born on the set. <laughs> born on the set of two two seven, and her her first role. Her first role. Um, Naomi. I um, think I, I just need to ask you what is it like writing for Andrea? <laughs> is it? I mean, Miss yeah. Martin. Miss Martin. Miss Martin. On great news. I mean, or just 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 talk about the show. I mean, like it's. Well, it's, no, I mean, I think it's. Uh, it was great in general. You know, it's obviously I came in on season two, mm-hmm. so they already had a little bit of not a little bit a system in place. Right. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to. Um, you know, Andrea's so fucking good. Yeah, she's oh, yeah. a real actress. At all time. But at the same time, the style I think is so different. That thirty rock, that kind of jokey, jokey, super fast pace. Right, right. It was so interesting because okay, okay, I'll tell you my one Andrea Martin story. <laughs> so there's like <laughs> one thing where her character cut. Well, it's more like being on set. Like the one time I was on set, so I co-wrote episode twelve, uh-huh. and so I was on set doing that episode and. Uh, her character is like wearing, she has a Chico's jacket because Chico's is her character's life. Um, and she's like trying to get her jacket off. So she's kind of like pumping her shoulders. And the line was like, oh no, I think I'm twerking. And then we're like on set. And then literally the director's like, Naomi, we need you. And I was like, what? What do you need? What can I do? How can oh, I help? No. And he goes, 
can you show Andrew what turking is? Ah. <laughs> and it was. So my Andrew Martin story is that I had to show legend Andrea Martin how, how, to, to, how to twerk, twerk. which I need everyone to know that I can't do. So it was more like, I was like, yeah, I was like more of a booty pop, however free you want to be. But it was so crazy oh how she was God. like, she was like, okay, okay. You know, <laughs> she takes it all seriously. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah. Like she's going to be like, okay, how do I do this? Wow. <laughs> and I was like, Both of you. you, both of you went above and beyond in that scenario. Yeah, that's For insane. situations that were, that will, shall we say, foisted upon you by circumstance. <laughs> yeah, by quote unquote circumstance. <laughs> That's um, insane. Like, I would, to be a fly on the wall for that, I would love <laughs> That would have been, yeah. That, it was so crazy, but I was like, she's so, like, cool and down. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, she's like, okay, I'll do it. Whatever it is. You know, she'll be like, explain to me at reference. Or explain, yeah. or she'll be like, uh, sounds crazy. Yeah. But like, I'm into it. Like, she was just so game at all times. Now, I have to ask a question. Nicole Richie? That's the question. Question mark? She, I had no, I had no idea she was even an actress. Didn't know it was a thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And okay. then apparently everyone tells me she's great on the show. She's wonderful. I'm gonna say something that is, you might in advance want to edit it out. Come on, here we I go. I auditioned for the Nicole Richie. Ah! Isn't that so funny? Yeah. Keep it, keep it. <laughs> Why not? But again, no callbacks. It's fine. Um, ah. but no, she is. First of all. Super fucking nice and regular. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy which I here. think you never. At least me, I never expect whenever someone like grows up in kind of right, LA right. rich Lionel and Richie's famous daughter, life yeah. that you just assume I'm like okay, you're not connected to reality. Right. Super nice, really funny. Yeah. Always oh. nailed it. You know, and also though, in such there's such a for that character, there's such a clear cadence, right? So you can mm-hmm. kind of you know when it comes to writing that character, uh-huh. it's actually not easy but kind of easier because yeah. you know what her thing is going to be you, you know how she's going to say it yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. it's that tone you know what I mean yeah now was the performance that she gives is it different than the take that you had on it like super different oh my god completely yeah 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 <laughs> um, completely <laughs> from Naomi to Nicole Richie we take a jump <laughs> we take a huge leap <laughs> um, that's the beauty of acting that's the beauty of beauty. acting it's about choices it's about it's choices, about it's choices. About taking choices like making choices and what you can bring as a Nicole Richie yeah <laughs> do you like to audition I don't like auditioning, but I like working. Yeah, so here, here's the thing. Na- Na- Naomi and Naomi extended a beautiful invitation for pilot season stuff. Uh, next time we're in LA, hopefully, maybe it'll be around oh, that time. Oh, that's beautiful. Naomi and I will be put up for the same parts. We're um, hoping it will be uh, quirky, bespectacled, other, yeah, yes. other. bespectacled, quirky, bespectacled, other type. Yes, yes. I get officious and well dressed assistant. Oh, <laughs> a lot of us. And we know what officious and well dressed means. It means gay, listeners of Las Culturistas. It means gay. Fastidious. That's a fun word to say. You're like, this yeah, yeah, yeah. Good code well, word. I mean, I mean, just I sassy. Sassy is oh, something they also words. give oh. us too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, someone actually said this to me recently about the word sassy because I thought like sassy was a word like that gay people could get pissed off for being described as, and now also like black women, I no, exactly. being described as sassy. I talked to a white woman recently who was like, I hate the word sassy. I feel like it's meant to target black women. I think it. I mean, uh, white women. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's to say overweight. I was like, that's so funny. Really? I never thought of sassy never. as being that. But you know what I think it is? I think it's just that everyone universally hates the word sassy, sassy and right. no one wants to be called sassy because I think sassy 
We actually threw it in the troll bowl as an I don't think so honey topic. Yeah. Yes. Somebody pulled the word sassy. Mm-hmm. But I think sassy means annoying. Like yes. it means bothersome. Right. It means like too much. Right. Yes, and I, I don't think anyone's taking the word sassy and is like, I'm a little sassy. <laughs> right. No one's describing themselves. Well, was, exactly. No one's ever self-described as sassy. No. No, no one. And if you do, get out of ah, here. Get out of get here. Out. It's like you're not to be trusted. If you describe yourself <laughs> as, as sassy, sassy, you're going to steal my identity. Ah. I don't believe it. Yeah. And imagine, it. imagine telling a straight man, you're sassy. So yeah, play it they sassy. wouldn't take it well either. <laughs> They'd be like, what? I'm but sassy? the reason the reason they wouldn't take it well is, is because of all the weight that that it carries with like mostly like the way it's been hurdled at black women yeah. or the way it's been hurdled at, at, at queer gay people. people. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I just think yeah, the reason we don't like it is the same reason you wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah. It was the name of a teen magazine in the nineties. <laughs> that know. tells you who sassy is for. Oh. Literally sassy. Oh. I only want to hear it in one way, and it's as the cat that Sally Field plays in Homeward Bound. <laughs> Her name is Sassy, and I think it's fine. Right. <laughs> I was going to say the name of a horse. And, and <laughs> yeah. Roy Moore's horse. Exactly. Wait, what? Only horse. Yes. Only a horse. He has a, a horse named Sassy? Oh, yeah, he, he rode he, to the poles on his horse named no, Sassy. No, that's yeah. too much. You had to follow the whole the whole cycle, honey. I did not <laughs> know he had a horse named Sassy. Oh, yeah. And everyone's, that's too much. Everyone's tweets that night were like, we hope Sassy is... You know, survives or is Sass- free. Or- Sassy already got her own account. Sassy got more <laughs> followers than all of us combined. You know, <laughs> Sassy's doing well. Sassy's okay. I hope Sassy's doing well. Sassy's doing great. Is the horse? This is maybe gonna offend some sensitive viewers of Lost Culture. Viewers, viewers. I mean, listeners. I always do that. I always because podcasts are a visual, me, a visual, visual medium. medium. Is it true the thing of horses getting made to glue? Yeah, I mean, uh, is it what is it? The hooves? It's like the car- producer the will cartilage. Not, yes. Well, what is it? Tell us, Can educate tell us. us. It's the hooves. And it's not just horses. It's mostly like uh, beef and sheep and other animals that are raised for meat. They process every part of the animal. They use the hooves to produce gelatin. That's and so, horrible. And, and like the Elmer's glue cow is like literally because it's like it's no. made of cows. What? Right? I don't know about the history of that marketing material. But <laughs> 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 gelatin is an animal. Ge- it's gelatin. Well, and it's can we gelatin. also talk? Why is gelatin in marshmallows? Oh, as a as a thickening agent, I would say. Of course, I get the purpose, <laughs> but I think that we have so much technology and so many advances that you gonna take a little treat on top of a cocoa and put animal bones in it. <laughs> Gotta be an easier way. I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. Marshmallows that have. Gelatin. You know what? This is a perfect segue into I don't think so, honey. Wow. This has flown by. This has flown by. I I could keep doing this for hours. But and and here's the thing. Here's the real gag is that we have never heard an I don't think so, honey, from Naomi. I feel that this was what you were made to do. And we've had three live shows now. Now, are you in New York now for the foreseeable future? No, no, no. no. At I go to LA oh, tomorrow duh, to do your show on the 13th at 7 p.m. at, at Nerd Melts, yes. couples therapy. But this is historic. This is Naomi's first oh, I'm like, I'm okay. like nervous because it's kind of like, I don't think so, honey, about most things. Right. And so it's almost like, what is the thing? Oh, you have your pick. I, I feel like it's going to be one. divisive, but I think every good I don't think so, honey, should be. Absolutely. Should be divisive. The ones that get people talking, the ones that people remember, are yes. the divisive ones. No, yeah. I will say this. Um, We've been fielding a lot of uh, requests lately mm. to come to California and do an <gasps> I, I Don't Think So Honey live show. Yes. Now, I don't know if we're ready to announce anything yet, but I, I think we are ready to tease oh. that maybe we will be coming to California 
this summer. Okay. Uh, and that's for. all we're going to say about that. Yes. We would love to come out sooner, but maybe Northern California can look forward to us being out there. Oh, she's getting more specific. Maybe come June, July. Okay. Okay, Northern California? That's wow. for you, Ooh. my 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 um people locked up in uh, uh, Alcatraz. A, a, <laughs> a dog whistle? That's a scream. That's yeah. just... I'm just, I'm just saying I love a good tease. I love I mean, I love a good it's tease. It's just like, I love how you always hear it here first. You know what I'm saying? I love that it. it's like, it is a, it's a whisper campaign. It's you a don't hear it campaign. in the trades. We beat the trades you to the- us. <laughs> we break, we, we break things here like you wouldn't believe. Now, I actually want to uh, break from tradition and have Bowen go first. This if that's okay. Not tradition. I feel like this is pretty common. I it feel I regularly go first. Okay. I feel I regularly right. go first. Well, um, okay. I, I have a, I have a, I have a specific one and I'm oh, just gonna lean wonderful. I'm just gonna lean into I love it, it. alright so this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey and his time will begin now I Don't Think So Honey the highways leading from New York City to New Rochelle bitch <laughs> oh. I had to travail the perilous highways and there were three close calls this morning. Oh my god, honey! I had a five a.m. call. I, bitch, I was on set, and I get to say this work because I was putting myself out there to, for the for the art for to contribute to entertainment. Yes, and I was Culture. doing the noble thing of going to set early in the morning and being driven by a van that met me in Union Square at five in the morning. Oh, <laughs> and the driver, God bless him, Michael. He was great, and he was also uh, he was also a PA on set. He. D- drove the best he could, but the roads were icy and the highways, the sign, the, the signage is trash, 15. honey. So New Rochelle, get your municipal board or whatever the <laughs> fuck to fix this because this Five is unacceptable. Seconds. Lives are at stake. I don't think so, honey. The highways leading to New Rochelle. That's one minute. You know what? I I committed to it. It's specific. No, it I was think. wonderful. I love it. And I now we get a glimpse into your life as an actor who wakes up. Early. I, you know what? Call times. Call times, and that's part of my life in 2018. Is call times. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Make it manifest. Um, but residents of New Rochelle, it's a lovely township. Town. <laughs> township. Township is a town. Not only ship. Ha- lovely hamlet ship. Mm. But I want I want real change to be affected. Yeah. Oprah's inspiring me. I might not have the same power or the same the same audience, but or the same reach. But I can make a change. Okay, I'm sure. Okay, if you're the comptroller of New Rochelle and yes. you're listening right yes. now, I need you to contact Bonya. Sheila, I don't think so is honey, that, the comptroller? Is, I, I bet her name is Sheila. Sheila. <laughs> I bet she's. I bet she's powerful, but she's not doing enough. Okay. I hope it's a woman named Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> um. Oh my god. I have. I have. Um. Wait. Did I just fucking forget it? No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I. Re- I have it. So this will be. Because we'll I was rotating between three. I'll tell you the other two I was gonna do. Ooh, I was gonna yeah. do. I don't think so, honey. Dark shadows. Dark <laughs> whatever. Who knows? Would have been great because you you've gotten the title wrong. I was gonna say I don't think so, honey. You have to wake up so early in the morning to watch the Oscar nominations. Yes. But for us, it's eight thirty. Okay. Early. <laughs> and so I've settled on a third one, and I'm ready. Okay. So this is Matt Rogers's I don't think so, honey, and his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. When there's a major nomination announcement, and it's so hard to find the fucking full list, honey. <laughs> Why is it so fucking hard to find the PDF with all the nominations, oh bitch? Oh. How come when I was voting today for SAG, I had to search? I had to. Uh, 
proverbially wade through the waters oh. to find out who was actually nominated for these movies. I went to the SAG website, honey, screenactorsguild.com. Mm-hmm. That is not what it is, but it, sh- mm-hmm. but it probably is. Uh-huh. I went there and I literally 30 seconds. had to wade through. I couldn't find it. It's so hard. You can't Google search SAG nominations because then you get everyone's fucking take. Oh. You can't ever. <laughs> no. I don't want to hear fucking uh, Laurie Metcalf's reacts to her fucking Austin <laughs> Film Critics Award. I want to know who's nominated. Also, I don't think so, honey. When the Screen Actors Guild nominations come out and they don't nominate the whole cast, Get Out, yes, Betty, Gab- Betty Gabriel does not benefit from them winning if they win. And my- meanwhile, that is the definition of an ensemble moment. I don't think so, honey. Screen Actors Guild nominations, why is hard to find? Why are you so weird? And that's one minute and six Wait seconds. In the water. Wait in the water. <laughs> well, you. listen. It's. I, that my I don't think so, honey, was one thing, but I am shocked and dismayed to find out that you don't benefit from a cast being nominated at the Screen Actors Guild for the ensemble unless you are on your own title card. Yes, if you share a title card with someone else, Therefore, you are not qualified. Therefore, in, in the cast of Get Out, Lil Rel does not get a nomination. And he is the... And oh. he's a huge part of the, the movie. Comic he's the definition of a supporting actor. Yes. And Betty Gabriel does not get a nomination. If they <gasps> win, they don't win. Betty Meanwhile, deserved all the nominations. Oh my God. Her Actually, moment in that movie, the no, 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 And no, no, being no. able... Like, that's, that's what I mean by an exactly. ask. So... Of an actor. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, that is crazy. <sighs> yeah. Like, the, to, to have in the script, silently she breaks down but says and keeps her tone of voice in one way. That's, like, yeah. fucking crazy. And the fact that I go to the Screen Actors Guild and they get a nomination and this is the awards body that literally fucking Orange is the New Black wins. Orange is the New Black wins. Hundreds of people are on stage. Right. <laughs> but get out. You're not even nominating people who are major turning points like, in the script. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's weird. It's bizarre. It's a stupid rule. You're right. Um, I Really quickly, I want to say, um, my, because uh, Mike was watching Get Out. My roommate was watching Get Out last yes. night, too. And the part where Betty is in the car with him. And, yeah. And, yes. like, and wakes up and... I didn't realize, but the thing she says is, "You ruined my house." Yeah, you not house. not like you killed my family. Yeah, <laughs> so my was like, "Oh, like the grandma is such a shitty person. Like she doesn't care about her family. The house is ruined. The house is ruined because you know that she's been like, I've had to front." As the housekeeper, and, yes. for oh, she, weeks. She's been keeping it house. She's been yeah. keeping, she keeping it house. <laughs> like, listen, uh, he wasn't not out there chopping the wood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, doing yeah. that he work. He was still doing yeah. the work. Yeah. You're right. But they had the bodies. Um, <laughs> they had oh the bodies. That's so Listen, I have the body to do menial tasks. doesn't mean I want to do menial tasks. <laughs> there you go. You're right. You're right. You're it's right. It's a hole in the script. <laughs> Jordan? <laughs> Jordan, I have qualms. I have more qualms than I thought. Okay, uh, But this I'm is happy it. I said that. That's a real I don't think so, honey, of my life. And you wanted the PDF, honey. Okay, great. I don't know. I like I was, you know, I was like preparing emotionally. And then last week we were supposed to meet during the bomb cyclone. Yes, this and is a reschedule. Like, and so now I'm like, I don't even know what I have today. Naomi, we, we can we can give something. you we can give you all the time you need if you want us to stall a little bit. But I think you will. You won't disappoint. What would What would you do if you had to stall right now? What would you say? I would say <laughs> that bless your heart. There is not someone I, in whom I believe in more 
that Naomi. Oh, that's how you stall. See, I feel like I, I was in oh. essence giving her a moment to think, and you've so you've, you've I've added now, pressure. You've now you've now taken focus by I saying know, you I put know. her on this pedestal, and I, I put her I put her on this pedestal. I'm putting her I'm putting pressure on her. I think so, honey. I think I have a. I don't think so, honey. Oh okay, my god, here we here go. go. This is okay. Naomi Paragons. I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. There being one black woman who's supposed to do everything, honey. Oh, okay. <laughs> we done decided Oprah's a goddamn mogul. She yeah. keeping Stedman happy. Oh. She keeping Gail paid. And you want her to be president? I don't think so, honey. Let her sit down, honey. Okay? We have to stop. Making it be like, if you are a black woman, you got to get to be 125%, yeah. and then you got to be everything for everybody. I don't think so, honey. Oh. To people who are now saying, Oprah Beyonce 2020, yeah. I don't think so, honey. Okay? You could cut a record and be angry at your man for cheating. That don't mean you can deal with some foreign policy. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. Deciding that if you have seconds. excellence in one arena, <laughs> you get excellence in all the arenas. Yes. Yes. I don't think so, honey, to not letting more people at the table. Yes. Oh, yes, honey. honey. Last three seconds, I'm going to say, I don't think so, honey, to y'all losing y'all damn minds <laughs> over Oprah wearing glasses. And <laughs> that's one minute. Hasn't she always worn glasses? She goes on journey. Yeah, oh, she, she goes, goes back and forth. She goes back and forth. Journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That was one for the books because it was true. It, it, it talked about what was happening in the culture. Absolutely. But also <laughs> just expanded broadly beyond that about what the way people think because it's it's always yet another day in America and the black a black woman does all the work it's, it's just my friend I yeah. will say this though um like it was crazy that the two speeches people have lost their minds about were Michelle Obama and like then Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> and I was just like... Within like two years of each other. <laughs> yeah. And just the expectation that was foisted upon them well, exactly. after merely giving a speech and doing well, which you want to do. Right. <laughs> like the goal wasn't to go out there and like perform at a six. And like throw throw the speech and be like... I don't want. I don't want them well, to want me to run. The thing is, I don't want them to want me to be president. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna yeah. throw this one. Yeah. Well, because you would think it's like, okay, I have a degree. Yeah. I've been on television for over 20 years. Yeah. You know what? I know I'm what's a, up. I know how to speak and use words. Yeah. And yet she put them all together, had a couple of good hand motions, and you said, "Run this world." Yes. <laughs> Let the woman rest, honey. I wanted at the end of that. Don't make her president. Let her take off her spank. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let her take she off looks, her spank. She looks snatched. She looked amazing. The thing that sucks is now it's like immediately because of the culture that we're in right now, it's like the backlash has started against Oprah. It's like <laughs> she didn't do any she fucking didn't do thing. And like the fact that like sometimes that's what makes me worry about like next election. It's like we're over yeah. here like arguing. With, she should be president. She shouldn't be president. You shouldn't think that about her. You like, It becomes such a fight. And then meanwhile, like, the Nazis are storming the streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's kind of like, it's like, and they, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, what do you get out of calling? Like, I got someone, people were posting this thing of, like, this headline of, like, Oprah is actually a neoliberal capitalist machine. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, like, cool it. puts it. a target on her back in a way that I hate. Exactly. Like, now you know you have Trump, like, saying something. Yeah. Exactly. Like, giving well, them the he thing. hasn't tweeted about, oh, and I think that says something to her power. Uh, well, he actually has tweeted in the past that he adores Oprah. And, in fact, one time <laughs> he even said he would consider her as a running In mate. the 90s when he was still, like, <gasps> right. being, like, jokingly, like, right. I'm going to be president one Right. Yeah. Oh so I think he actually maybe hasn't said anything because there is some actual fear there. And I say that not to stoke the flames of everyone who really <laughs> wants to run for president because I think 
it's not we have to also think about what she wants people she's a person she's living a life don't okay? saddle her with this responsibility this woman, have you seen the friggin taco party she yeah, has yeah, really. that's a full time job right there it's like let's get another legends ball together <laughs> she, let's put that on the top of the list the amount of vegetables she picks in one go she is just but she has to hold them up to the cameras honey and that is a feat that's a physical feat oh my god okay well that was beautiful yeah, that was gorgeous that was amazing I mean we hit on the culture we hit on the culture and this is oh this is topical culture to- this was one of the most topical episodes one of the best episodes with one of the best guests and wow. that's what you get when you have a cable queen cable queen cable queens baby and you remain a cable queen to this day Naturally. Yes. But she writes for network, so. Right. But the thing is, I was deciding, uh, I just got Verizon Fios. Oh. um, And I was deciding whether I was going to get cable, like big time cable. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to get it. You got to have it. It's your job. I'm young. I'm interested. You have to be part of culture. Yeah. You You know what I'm saying? part of culture. I need Bravo. Naturally. Do you watch Housewives? You know I don't do Housewives. Neither did I, I until last week. Oh, re- no. Are you <laughs> now I'm in. And now you're in D? It's too I listen to Erica Jane on the way here. I listen to her music. What is that, oh. New York? Or it's ex- Beverly like, Hills. No, oh, Beverly Hills. Okay, there are Housewives in Beverly Hills. I watch New York and Beverly Hills. Those are the two I think you need. I mean, Money Can't Buy You Class is one of the greatest songs of our time. So like that I know. Unfortunately, but... it will be some time before new music from the Countess. I know. She's going through some mess. Yeah, we talked about that last I week. I'm full circle. Aware. <laughs> there we go. Um, listen, uh, just one more time. Check out the Comedy Central Half Hour. Oh, it's so Stream good. Stream great really news. And uh, especially episode 12. Yes. <laughs> the co-writer. 12. Coming out and in two weeks, baby. Come on. And Los Angeles, Queens. You gotta check out Couples Therapy. It's this Saturday the 13th at 7 p.m. in Los Angeles, baby, at Nerd Melt. Where is Nerd Melt? It's in, on Sun, Sunset Boulevard, West Hollywood. Oh, it's we on Sunset Boulevard. Co-hosted by Andy. Yes. Co-hosted by yeah. Jubu. Oh. Come on. Hey, yo, man. You guys. Now, here's the deal. Tell it. We don't just leave. Oh, God. Good. We sing. We sing. Wait in the water. Ow. Wait in the water, children. Wait. <laughs> wait. Bye. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. 
you know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.